where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. Wise men still seek him. The wise men were following the star of Bethlehem that God had placed in the sky to lead them to Jesus. Today, God has given us Jesus to lead, guide, and direct us. He has given us Jesus to protect us, provide for us, and to be our constant companion. Everything the wise men were seeking that night can be yours when you open the presence of Jesus in your life. Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim takes us through the scriptures and paints a picture of what the wise men saw so long ago. Hello, and welcome to this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries. And so we're like thinking about the story or the account of Jesus. We see in Luke that the angels rejoiced. For unto you was born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And we as Christians should be rejoicing daily because of what it means to have the Son of God in our lives, that he left the splendor of heaven to walk among us, and that he bled and died on the cross of Calvary, willingly shedding his blood, because that's what it is going to require to wash away our sins. And tonight, we're going to talk about wise men, people who are using wisdom, the wise men came to see Jesus. Many people think of them as astrologers, and, and they were following the sky. They were following the sun. They were well-educated, wealthy individuals. But I submit to you that they were wise men. In Matthew chapter 2 and verse 10, it says, When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Now, I am one who likes to walk out in the dark and take a look at the night sky and see the stars knowing that they have been numbered and named by Jesus, knowing that he took such care with the stars and they don't have a redeemable soul. How much more does he love me who was created in his image, who has a soul in which he died to redeem? I'm always oh, nearly overwhelmed by the love that fills my soul when I realize what love Jesus has for me when I know that he numbered and named the stars, yet he knows me by name and the number of hairs on my head. And that his image I was created in. I'm often astounded by the thought that when he holds his hands out, 
They are nail scarred for the payment of my sin. And when I read this verse in Matthew, and it says, when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. I'm reminded of they were rejoicing because they were going to see the Messiah. And as I fling open my doors at night, catch a glimpse of the star. I am reminded that Jesus loves me. This I know. I love that in my life there are so many things, so many references, so many memories, so many instances that I am reminded of the love of God. But as we begin to look at the wise men, I want you to know that Jesus is still drawing us to him. See, the wise men set off on a journey following the star, and the star stood above the baby. I want you to know it was a long journey and a long time, but that star rested above where the baby laid. Now, these individuals had followed a long way. They had journeyed afar, yet they stayed fixed on the light that drew them to Jesus. I want you to think for just a moment about the light of Jesus in you. If you know Jesus as your Savior, he says that you are the light of the world and that a candlestick is not hidden under a bushel, but it's put on a stick so that all the world can see that your works may glorify your Father which is in heaven. And yet I wonder, are our lives throwing off the light of Jesus, drawing people to him? This light in the night sky brought the wise men to where Jesus was. I believe that Matthew 5 verses 14 and 15, which I just spoke about in your hearing, is telling us that we need to be the light that draws people to Jesus. I also believe that those lights in the night sky, the lights and the people that God places around you, the friends and the family that know Jesus, that God is allowing you to interact with on a day-to-day basis, I believe they are drawing you to Jesus. If not, they're not living the life he's called them to be living. We are to be the light of Jesus. And we are to draw others to him. See, Jesus is the greatest gift ever given, and he longs to be near you. He longs to be important to you. And he lives to be an ever-present help in times of your trouble. Jesus, the light of the world, is drawing you to him. The wise men followed the light and they found Jesus. Are you following the light of Jesus? Are you seeking 
Jesus. See, we live in a world right now where you can find Jesus without ever living, leaving your home. We live in a world right now where there are churches, multiple churches within a mile radius of nearly everyone in the United States and many places among the world. Even in the far reaches of our lands, there, is mission, there are missionaries and people who are bringing the light and the life of Jesus to people. But the problem is for many of us, we are not only seeking him, we are choosing to ignore him and we have put a shade between us and the light. We are no longer wise men seeking Jesus. Unfortunately, there's another problem with how things are now as opposed to how things were then. The light of the star shone brightly and it stuck out even under a background of other lights. But Jesus was leading the wise men by the star to the place where he lay. And the light of Jesus, the light of that star that was leading the wise men was brighter than all the other stars. But we live in a world where people are compromising their faith. They've got their lives so stinking busy that they don't have time to study. They have clouded their minds with ideas that even the form of going to church has changed to the point that as long as they're in the building doing something, they feel like that's okay. Well, that's not right. The Bible says we are to be there to worship, to praise, and to learn of him. Churches are places where we hear about God. Where we come together in one accord to be spoken to by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords through the person he has blessed and anointed for that moment and that time to speak his words from Genesis to Revelations to teach us to draw close to him. That's the purpose of the church is to lift him high and lift it up so that all people can see him so that they can see the light and find where Jesus lay but more importantly, to be able to reach out and touch that light and allow Jesus to wash away their sins because they repent of their sins and they acknowledge they need a Savior and they accept the greatest gift ever given, which is the gift of salvation through faith and by grace. And then that light is imputed to them for righteousness. And they have a light within them that shows others there's a difference when you know Jesus. There's hope in a hopeless world when you know Jesus. There's light in darkness when you have Jesus on the scene. There is hope when there is despair, when Jesus is called in. There's joy in the midst of sorrow when Jesus is lifted up and allowed to have full reign. 
The light of Jesus changes everything from negative to positive. Even as he is convicting you of your sins, even as he's pointing out the error of your ways, he is flooding you with grace. He is flooding you with forgiveness. His forgiveness produces joy and peace. There is a difference in you, and the peace of God will keep you and hold you because you have trusted in him. The light of Jesus dispels all darkness. Jesus loves me. This I know. See, the presence of Jesus is always available to you if you'll simply ask and call upon him. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. The writer of Hebrews reminded us that Jesus would never leave us nor forsake us. In the book of Romans, we are told that nothing will separate us from the love of God. Not what you've done, what you haven't done, not what you're going to do, not what your education or lack of that is, not what your social status is, not if you're beautiful or not, not if you're highly educated or not. Nothing will separate you from the love of Jesus. Jesus loves me. This I know. The wise men saw the light and that took them to Jesus. Wise men today still seek him. And when you find the light, you see the light, it too will lead you to Jesus. See, he waits at your heart's door. He's knocking on your heart and he's asking you to make room for him. My fear is that some people within the sound of my voice have played church. They've played like a Christian. They've played like they're doing the right thing. But down deep, they've made no room for him. Everything has come first. Careers have come first. Their families, which are a blessing of God, has come first. Their friends have come first. Their neighbors have come first. Their yards come first. Washing their car has become a priority of keeping it clean, but they've forgotten to keep themselves clean and pure away from the sinfulness of the world. I I pray that this is not any of us, but if we're not careful, the devil will make us so busy doing things and so busy working for the Lord that we forgot the Lord of the work. We're just simply going through the motions. One more service. One more deed to do, all on habitual memory mode, like when you're driving down the interstate and you kind of come to yourself and 40 minutes has passed and you're almost home and you don't remember any of the exits, you just went by. But you're on autopilot because you've been doing it for the last 20 years of your career. You can't be on autopilot when it comes to serving Jesus. And we have no people on the bench when it comes to serving Jesus. We are all on the first string. We are all on the front row. We are all on the front line. We are all needed. And there's a place for each and every one of us in the army of God. There's a place in the family of God. There's a place for you at his table. He longs for you to be there. And when you have received him as Savior, he longs for you to be 
present and accounted for. He longs for you to be active and engaged. He longs for you to love him. He longs for your light to shine so that others may be drawn to him. He is still drawing people and he uses his children to be those that shine the light in a dark world so somebody sees there's a difference in you and you get to say it's the Jesus in me that makes me different. It's the light of God in me. Wise men still seek him. And he wants you to learn of him daily. By reading his word, by spending time in prayer, he wants you to acknowledge him in all ways and in all things in your life. Jesus is a friend that sticks closer than a brother, and he wants to be part of your life. He wants to be the center of your life, and he wants you to walk in pureness and holiness in the center of his will. He wants to be involved in all things in your life, and when you allow him to be involved in all things in your life, to be the center of your life, to lead you, to guide you, to direct you, to instruct you, to teach you, to be your joy, to be your peace, to be your all in all, to be all that you want and everything that you can be when you allow that to happen then Jesus will be high and lifted up and you can be sure that you will have all that you need and that you will be the person God wants you to be it's my prayer that you know him like that and that you are a wise man still seeking him remember you are loved Jesus loves you. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Women at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com slash watwm where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Women of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women of the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved.
Happy girl.